To Moving Iron Podcast Tax News with Glenn Birnbaum. Glenn, you brought up a good point today when we were talking about going over pre-show stuff here, and and you were talking about meals and entertainment and how much that has changed with the new tax laws. And and it doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but it is a big deal after we kind of sat down and you went over the the point. So talk a little bit about what you were what you were talking about there. Yeah, Casey. So this is another. You know, another rule change as a result of tax reform that was passed uh, last December. And so a lot of things, you know, in tax reform, you know, there was lower tax rates. Generally, there was some wider tax brackets. And these are generally good things. There was also the new 199A deduction that gives us kind of a, a free 20% deduction potentially on our business income. You know, so these are all things that, generally speaking, lowered people's taxes. Well, there were some offsets. You know, some things going the other way, um, and one of these is meals and entertainment, and they've changed the rules for deducting meals and entertainment. So that's what we want to talk about today. So okay. first of all, just the one thing that does does not change is, you know, if you're taking a customer um, to lunch, you know, and you're talking business at that lunch, in 2017, that was 50% deductible, and in 2018, after tax reform, it's still 50% deductible. So that is one thing that's constant. So that's a good thing. So what has changed? Uh, it's really more on the entertainment side. So we're talking meals and entertainment. It's, it's more on the entertainment side. So entertainment um, used to be 50% deductible, the same as meals. So, you know, if you buy, you know, baseball ticket, you know, whatever, a show, something like that, right, you're taking a customer that ticket price was 50% deductible in 2017. Now in 2018, under the new rules, it's 0% deductible. So it's not it's not a write-off whatsoever. So um, you've got to then, you know, you, even your accounting records, you've got to be able to break that out, right? Because generally speaking, most, most businesses would combine meals and entertainment together, um, you know, because they're both 50% deductible. Now you really need to separately break off your entertainment. So anyway, entertainment, 0% Tickets, any of that kind of stuff, going to be zero percent. Okay. So you can't, you know, you can still take people to customers to these events, but you're just not going to be able to write them off. Okay. So one of the questions that actually just got clarified last week by the IRS, they issued a notice um, to kind of clarify this, was people were wondering, okay, so I understand that the ticket price, you know, the value of that ticket is 0% deductible under these new rules. What about if I have a meal, you know, there's some sort of cost of the food at this, you know, ball game, let's say. Is that going to be 50% deductible like it was in the past, or is it now 0% deductible because it's entertainment? And what they came out and said was, well, if, if it's separately billed or separately invoiced, if the cost of that meal is separately invoiced, you can still deduct 50% of it, even though it's at this entertainment event. If it's not you know, if that cost of the meal is just kind of buried in the overall price, then it is going to be 0% deductible. So, again, that just came out a week ago in an IRS notice. So that was at least somewhat favorable that, hey, you know, at least if we can break it out, we can still deduct the meal 
So a question I have for you then is, so we're coming up on the, the holiday season here and, and we're always giving away gifts and stuff like that. So if I am, if I'm a company, if I decide to give someone a, a gift card to a local restaurant, right, or a gift card to whatever, yeah. some sporting event or something like that. You, can you can you just deduct the the restaurant gift card and not the not the sports ticket thing? Or, I mean, or how's that work? Well, you're asking some good questions. This, this gets pretty tricky, but the best way to potentially argue it is like that it's really some sort of discount, right? That you're giving the customer off your sales price, right? Okay, right. But it's a it's kind of a muddy muddy waters there on on how that works. But yeah, I mean, you definitely should check, you know with your tax person to get a specific situation. But if you can somehow argue that this really isn't entertainment, right, that it's just a discount that I'm giving, you know, then that becomes deductible, right? If I'm going to sell you something for $100, right, you pay me $100, I have to pay tax on that 100 bucks. But I've only sell it to you for $95, right? I only pay tax on 95 So that $5 difference, is that a discount? Or is it an extra, you know, entertainment kind of promotion expense, right? So it gets tricky. Um, I don't want to forget maybe even a bigger issue for our, for farm clients and a lot of other clients would be if you have employees, you know, working overtime during certain times of the year, right, you might be providing them with meals, right, or harvest during planting, providing them with meals, not all the time, but just during these peak times because you want them to stay working, right? You don't want them to have to go somewhere and get food. So. Uh, the old, we call this, they call it kind of the convenience of the employer. So it's, it's, you know, for the benefit of the employer, it makes most sense. So these meals in the past were 100% deductible. Um, even like, you know, at our CPA firm here, you know, we have pizza brought in occasionally during tax season, right? That was 100% deductible. Now in 2018, that's only 50% deductible. And actually, started in 2026, under the rule as it is right now, they would, those would become 0% deductible. So you might remember this, Casey. That's, that's some of these provisions, sunset and 2026, it was a way to make the $1.5 trillion budget kind of work. So, one, so basically, can these what we call convenience of employer meals are potentially 0% deductible in 2026. Now, you know. Hopefully something will change there, but that's that's part of the reason they're able to make it make the budget work. So, so just be aware of that. So, um, the one thing that would be still 100% deductible. This this is an interesting point here. Is if if I have coffee and donuts, and that is in the reception area of my business, right? More, it's it's available to the public is the key thing. Then that is still 100% deductible. Okay, because it's available to the public. If that if those items are in the back cafeteria, right? Those same items, okay, coffee, donuts, whatever it might be. If those are in the back cafeteria that are basically not available to the public, they're for your employees. Then those become fifty percent deductible. So it's a real interesting fine line there about what's what's available to the public versus not. So if you had a customer stop by and you had ribeye steaks, ribeye steak dinner up in the reception area, then you're good to go. Uh, good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I think I think the key would be if you're willing to have everybody, you know, if anybody, anybody in the public, right, they just walk in and say, right. hey, 
I hear you got ribeye steaks. Then you can deduct them 100%. You know I guess. It just, just ran out. But it, so if you're willing to take that risk, <coughs> if it's really just for your customers or your employees, then it's going to be 50%. So, you know. You just tell me so, right now. <coughs> yeah, it, it's tricky, but, you know, it's in, I mean, it's certain industries, you know, clearly have to do more of this type of thing. Um, so, you know, it can impact them more. Now, it's important that, you know, there are, in some cases, if you could, is this entertainment? Is it, is it advertising? You know, there can be some other, other potential um, things. But the meal, you know, a meal is going to, generally speaking, be 50% deductible in most cases now. Pretty much, you know, all meals, 50% deductible, just, just as a general rule. And then any sort of entertainment, you really, you're doing it for other reasons than getting a tax write off. You know, that basically the IRS's position is, you know, really Congress, because you know, Congress set these rules that, you know, they weren't going to be subsidizing businesses buying, you know, sporting tickets, for example, or a theater, shows, anything like that. Uh, you know, no longer is it deductible. So that's the rules as they are now. Again, generally speaking, you know, it's going to cost some taxpayers some money, but probably the other provisions are going to are going to offset that, and you're still probably overall going to be better off. But you know, you got to look at your own situation. You know, talk to your tax advisor. Again, we're not you know we're not really giving tax advice here today. We're just trying to give some overviews, let everyone know what what these rule changes are. So. Right. Okay. One question for you, real quick. You brought it up sure. here. So let's say I have ten customers that I'm trying to get their business right but they don't know who we are so i i set up an event at the broncos game right yep. which don't know why anybody want to go to watch a broncos game but whatever and and uh i just say hey you know what we're gonna have this event here's the pass come and get it so is that would that be more advertising is that what that is or would that be more still buying tickets to a game for a customer I think that's buying tickets to the game. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's yeah, it's it's not going to be general advertising. You know, you know, if you got a sign, you know, in the in the stadium, right? Mm-hmm. You know, then that's clearly advertising. But yeah, it's you know that that the vast majority of that cost is not going to be deductible. It would only be the meal that you could potentially deduct fifty percent. So, all these sports teams are presumably going to obviously start breaking out the cost of the meal if they weren't already, because that's yeah. that's one. That you have to do, but it's probably going to be pretty small potatoes, you know, in, in the context of the overall ticket price. Yeah. So, make you wonder how many uh, box tic- box seats and you know, box yeah. sky box tickets and those kind of things. Those companies will still yeah. still maintain it, in the future. Well, they could definitely change things. Yeah. Again, these rules were passed in December of seventeen, so you know, people have probably already locked up, you know, their tickets for the following year, the next few years. But when those roll off. Probably have an angle where if you advertise inside the stadium, you get a box seat or some box seats or a sky box or something yeah. like that. Which yeah, then would be that'd be deductible then because it's advertising. That's See, that's the yeah, way around it. We already found a loophole. We already found a loophole, Glenn. Look at this. Yeah, you're just coming up with all kinds of stuff. So yeah. <laughs> Keep it up. So. All right, all right, Glenn. Hey, if you guys want to talk about more of this this topic here or have some tax questions they want to bounce off of you, um, what would be the best way to get hold of you? Here at Heinel Banwards, uh, phone number is 309-694-4251, or you can always look me up on Twitter at uh, it's at Glenn Burnbaum. 
Right on. All right, Glenn. Well, good stuff as usual, and we'll talk to you next week. Take easy, man.